I have started recording. Uh, this is the Brave Lines chat. It is February 13th, 2022. Um, as usual, uh, I, what I do is kind of talk about uh, kind of thing, uh, what's going on. I kind of get through that. And then we have some Q&A. And then we have something to do after this chat. So I'll go over that a little bit in the, um, in the talk. So let me get started here. Um, the last uh, video I did was more of me drinking and being stupid, uh, so I didn't really go into a lot of details. So I will try to go into a little more details about what's going on um, in today's chat. So uh, the kind of initial uh, rundown is going to be a little long, and then we'll get to Q&A. So the big important news is we are doing well and Brave is strong. While it uh, may seem like years ago, it was only six months ago we were evacuating at Aquarius with a very uncertain future. Today, we're well-established in PureBlind with almost 20 systems under control. Uh, recently, we welcomed uh, Mecha Enterprises and North Korean Nuclear Research into Brave as new corps as we continue to grow a bit. Besides securing our new home, well, we've been able to participate in some fun fights nearby Unencumbered for once by complicated blue status, uh, we have some good friends and continue to make new ones, allowing us to work with a variety of groups on a variety of different ops. As an example, uh, on one memorable day, we were fighting Snuff to help a smaller group in Cloud Ring with a lot of great success, and then the very next day, working with Snuff to help get their dreads out of the bubble camp. This kind of stuff is good for us. Uh, it keeps us busy. Um, it's not so much of a headache. It's fun. And that's what this game should be about. Our local industry and resource production has gone into high gear and our market is strong. These are all really good things for Brave. Uh, a lot of people participating. However, we still have some areas to improve. Let's talk about ISK a little bit. Um, people often don't want to talk about money and finances, but I think we owe everyone what's going on. So overall, we're doing OK, but not great. We're doing better than breaking even and able to pay SRP and infrastructure costs, but not by a huge amount. And we need to make more IS to afford more stuff as we want to continue to grow the way people want to grow. Now, in the past, we made a lot of ISK from the market as it supplied a large coalition, all those people coming through, buying things, and we got a tremendous amount of ISK coming through that, especially in the last part of the war when we were in Aquarius in a major staging place. We also made a lot of ISK renting moons. Uh, when we had more space and more valuable space. In our new situation, we can't count on those same levels of income. So as a result, we're going to try a few new things. First, we're going to be starting up some locust fleets, where the goal is to go out in a large fleet and mine anoms or moons, and have all that ore been given back to the Alliance. The ore will be put back into our local industry, helping generate revenue several steps along the way, becoming ships and modules for our market. The first Locust Fleet is happening today, sometime after this chat. I don't know the exact details, but I'm sure uh, it will get pinged out and everyone will be told. I think there's people already talking about it. The second thing we're looking into is targeted time slots to raise taxes and organized ADM-style fleets to raise ISK from ratting. There are other groups in EVE that do this successfully. Um, we know how to run ADM fleets, but the mechanics of raising the lowering the taxes needed to do this needs to be sorted out. 
as it occurs at the corp level and not at the alliance level. N none of the alliance leadership can magically turn a knob and then the money flows in. We have to coordinate with the corp, so we're working out how to do that. There's some other methods we've discussed about raising income, like Pochfin ops, which have been talked about a bit. And then there's also the idea of uh, doing direct corp taxes, which we really haven't done in the past. But there are details to those to be worked out and decided upon. And uh, as always, feel free to send any extra ISK you don't need to Brave Holdings. Another big topic to discuss is our neighbors, the Banderlogs. They are not an easy opponent, and taking their systems is no cakewalk. All-out assaults and a lot of alarm clocking might work, but the cost would be really high in both SRP ISK and morale. It would be foolhardy to underestimate the resistance and the possibility of third parties in this, so don't expect giant pushes. We've tried that in the past, and it's gone okay, but not we will continue to keep up advances to grind through their space, but with our newly acquired space, you will see a focus on improving those areas to increase your ability to make ISK and to strengthen our infrastructure. You will still see fleets to run, to push on Vanderlogs, but this will not be the core focus while we are growing right. Now let's talk about cloaky camping, as it's an issue that gets discussed an awful lot. While cloaky camping, cloaky camping sucks, it's part of the game. We will never get away from it completely. Living near NPC space pretty much ensures that. The kind of situation that once existed in impasse will not come again. The game has changed. Our situation has changed. The best course of action is to be ready to respond to attacks and drops and continue to do our thing. For them to lose 800 mil Lokis is pretty tasty when we can do that. We've been setting up bait several times and it's worked well. To be honest, Losing a Procure or a Vexor isn't a tremendous loss, and we can give out hulls to people that need help getting going after a drop. Now, it doesn't feel good when you get dropped on and you lose your ship to one of these cloaky campers. But if we step back just a little bit, it's not as big of a deal as it can feel like emotionally. So if you need help getting restarted after getting a drop, let people know there are hulls to give out, and we'll see what we can do about creating more bait opportunities for us to push back when they do these drops. The next thing I want to talk about is the overall state of EVE. And this is just a quick aside. Now, last year, I had hoped that 2022 would bring some significant changes to the game that would allow us to manipulate and adjust the space we live in via these iHub changes. It's been talked about a lot, but it's just not happening anytime soon from what it seems like. While I think it's still in the works, based on what has been said publicly, it's not happening anytime soon, and we have to accept the game as it is and plan accordingly. We should see compression changes coming soon, but that's more of a quality life change than a real change to the economy. EVE is a tough game, and it's not getting any easier. We'll continue to thrive, but it'll be due to our own hard work and inventiveness. There is no age of prosperity arriving on the fifth day coming from the West for us. I want to talk a little bit about people. Um, so the first announcement I want to make uh, is about Brave Newbies, Inc. Um, while group consensus is useful in EVE, clear roles and decision-making is needed. We suffered from this as an alliance previously, and we tried to resolve that. And to that end, uh, Jinx Dakar is the acting CEO of the Brave Newbies, Inc. Corp. 
We've been working to make BNI not simply the Alliance's piggy bank for a while, and this is part of it. The BNI directors are a strong group, but having a clear decision maker will help keep things moving along. The second thing is Hachu Wildly. Am I saying it right? And so what I want to announce at Hachu is the senior Diplo under Professor Push. Hachu has been doing a good job with corporate recruitment and continues to bring a strong enthusiasm to the game. Also, joining the ops team are Oromias, Bokobo, and Anir, uh, helping spread the loadout and get more things done in the Alliance on a variety of tasks. Um, as we had said from the beginning of when we got restarted, growing the team, the operations team that keeps everything running is a key thing. Spreading out those roles, getting more people involved has been key, and I hope you are all seeing the difference um, in how we operate. I think we're in a better place than we've been in quite a long time when it comes to getting Um, there's probably some other things that will go out as pings. We've started a um, recruiting discord where people can reach out if they're interested in joining Brave and have those discussions. There's been a lot of work on the back end with the IT team to keep improving those systems. And um, basically just a continual, constant focus on improving our, our ability to, to... So the last thing I want to talk about is what you can do uh, to help Brave. And it's fairly straightforward. Show up. Respond to X's and standing fleet, provide intel in our space, do a little industry work, light a sino when it's needed, join stratops, be helpful. Our strength is our people. And the more we have participating, even in small ways, the stronger we are. So when you get the chance to participate and help other people, please do. All right, thanks for your time this morning, at least morning for me. Um, with that all said, that long read, <laughs> let's switch to a little Q&A. So I'll, I'll look over toward uh, the fleet chat and I'll try and answer some questions. Will there be handouts, handout halts for the Locust fleet? I think so. Uh, Oro or Shattered, could you speak? Uh, if the Dojo has ventures, yeah, but we don't have anything prepared, unfortunately. They're they're really cheap. Though. We can help you out if you don't have a mining ship. And this is going to be there's going to be a lot of options for um, combat sports, fast tackle, that sort of thing too. So we'll have something for you. And again, this will be our first Locust fleet today. I think going forward, as we kind of try and do the right thing and learn lessons from the first one. We'll keep improving. We'll probably build out um, a, a cache of, of ships to hand out over time, but it's taken a lot of work to get all this set up. Kudos to Oro, who's been doing a lot of the back end on this. Um, and um, we'll, let's get through today. We'll learn some lessons, and then we'll make the next ones easier and easier. So the question is about the Locust Fleets. So the Locust Fleets, um, it will be handing the ore in. Um, I, I don't believe, I think that we're setting up so we don't tax on that. I think there's yeah, been some that's transfers. Already, to that's that. already taken care of. The, the moon will not generate tax bills for the Locust up. Right, right. So you won't get taxed for mining for the Alliance. So um, again, I've tried to delegate out the exact how it's going to operate. Uh, it's a it's a pretty well thought out plan. I'm just personally not up to speed on every.
So for people that missed it, a locust fleet is when we all go out and do mining and um, all of the ore generated is given back to the Alliance. So the Alliance can then use that to generate a bunch of revenue, um, all of us. So it's kind of collective action and it's one of those things that the more people that go out, like a locust, the faster um, we mine out an entire site or a moon and then all of that ore uh, is then brought back and, and and turned into ISK for So uh, Jim Bob asks about Volta and simple farmers X's and um, we're going to be talking to Volta about that and kind of try and get that sorted out. I just haven't had a chance to connect with Starfleet Commander. Um, unfortunately I had to work yesterday and didn't get a chance. So um, at, at, at this time, uh, I, I, uh, the question is, about, will there be black ops camping of Bander systems? I know we already have active ops against them uh, to do that kind of stuff. The issue usually with Bander logs is they don't use their space as much as we use our space. They tend to do a lot of Hotchfin and operate out of MPC systems. So it's, it's not as impactful to them, but um, we've, we've done several um, successful uh, blobs drops on them to, to get stuff. So we can continue that. Uh, the, the blob sig is probably the key people to talk to about that. Uh, to what alliance entity can or be gifted? Um, you can always give things to Brave Holdings. That's the easiest place um, that you know it's going directly to the alliance. That's the executor corp of the alliance. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ashwood asks, are we going to have a keep start? Yes, at some point we will. Um, but it's an expense right now um, that would burn up a tremendous amount of our resources or our reserves and also would um, basically to be able to drop it in the space we're in we would need a bunch of agreements with people to make sure they're not going to come kill it because on our own um, fighting off a super fleet uh, just isn't a possibility yet so there's uh, ISK issues to work out and then politics issues to work out most of EVE is pretty happy for us to be doing what we're doing and part of the, the benefit of us going out on operations to support a variety of people helps build the goodwill that when we do want to put some larger infrastructure in place, it's we're not going to be met with a tremendous amount of resistance. Uh, Zeredith asked the same thing about larger systems. So yes, we have we have I, you know, we have ideas of what we want to do, but as we get to the bigger XL structures, um, we, we just need to make sure that we're not going to lose something we don't want to lose. Uh, the Jedi, I'm never going to pronounce these names right, asked about will there be locust fleets to target hostile moons? Yes, absolutely. If we, um, I've been on several ops, we've gone mined Banderlog's moons. Um, it's fun. Uh, it's great. It's a chance to use those crazy Type-C crystals if you want. Um, the issue I would just ask is if we're going to go mine hostile moons, the, the chance of getting uh, hit and losing those ships is pretty high. So I would use just kind of more inexpensive ships. I would stick to the procs and coveters and not the um, more expensive ships. Uh, you know, I think we lost a Mackinac the other day. 
which I appreciate the person bringing a Mackinac, but you know, a 300 mil loss isn't what we want um, on their kill boards. Um, yes, the Alliance will always take donations, but I don't want people to feel that if you donate a whole bunch of money tomorrow, um, suddenly everything turns around. I think uh, not being a part of a coalition, dropping a keep star requires a bunch of politics, and that needs to be worked, and that always isn't on a timeline. Okay, I think I'm pretty caught up on most of the chat from what I can see. I'm not looking at Slack right now. Um, other questions that people have. You guys must have been out partying because usually when I do these chats, like the, the questions are nonstop. You all must be tired. I got a question, Dunk. Yeah, go for it. So putting in quite a bit of effort and time to help fill up the pockets for Brave. Where do you see us over the next three months or so spending that ISK? Um, well, I, it's, you know, we, we've talked about other industrial hubs. We've definitely have a plan for ansiplexes and all that kind of stuff. And if past is prologue, those things don't, don't always go according to plan. So I think um, really it's just getting the basics up and then learning from the things that don't go well and improving things over the next three months. So I, I don't think there's anything radical on the agenda. We want to take advantage of as many moons that are valuable as we can. We want to um, make sure that we put our supplies in places so we can refuel things easily. That kind of thing is really core because um, what comes to the top of my mind is the average player in Brave doesn't have a tremendous amount of ISK. They don't have billions and billions in their wallet. So I want to get our spaces as good as we can in the situation we're in for the average person to log in for a couple hours, make some ISK, and not have to worry about a ton of stuff. So that's going to be my focus for a while. While I would love to move my Titan into a keep star right now, I think it's, it's more... I think it's more important that the, the average person, the average line member that's logging in feels that there's moons popping for them, ansiplexes are up and running, they have the ability to move their assets if they want to be in industry, they can. So that's going to be my focus is on the average player experience coming in every day and playing the game. Uh, let's see, Silver asks about um, a brave free port for market. Um, free port markets definitely can make you money, but they have to be positioned well um, because it costs, I think, about a billion a month just in fuel costs to run a market, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. That's an awful lot of taxes you have to bring in. You have to have an awful lot. Um, the people who do this in high sec, some of them are operating at a loss right now. And then again, there's a whole cartel in some of these high sec things where they'll bring their war deck groups in and... Um, they'll try and kill your alternative market on purpose. So I think it's a possibility, but all that research needs to be done on whether it's not going to be a losing proposition uh, to put a, put a free port in. Um, a question from Involves is, 
uh, TP owns some systems in the north around Fade. It's going to be ours. Uh, that isn't the current plan that we would be moving into Fade anytime soon. Um, I, I, based on our experience in catch and impasse, I want to keep us um, tight and cohesive as much as we can. We saw a lot of benefits to being in, in one region in one group when we were in Aquarius. So I think eventually we'll probably keep expanding, but for now in the short term, I, I want to keep our focus on pure blind and really maximizing the use of this space, getting the ADMs up and having it, again, easy for people to log in, make some ISK, have some fun, go shoot some things, rather than kind of having to choose what region they want to be in. Dan, can I question, ask you a question over Mumble? Uh, I guess, sure, yes. Yeah. So with thinking sort of in regards to the budget and, and ISK, uh, the ISK conversation, are Locust Fleets, how are Locust Fleets f fitting into the broader sort of vision of long-term, like, financial well-being to the Alliance? Are these, are our Locust fleet, Fleets going to sort of be our the, the Alliance's main source of income? Are they, is it a little bit more of, to get us out of like a temporary, like, difficult spots? And, and if so, what are some of the long-term visions of, uh, of is making sustainability? You mentioned like the average player logging in. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. So the, the, the main ways we're going to make ISK as an alliance are going to remain the market, um, moon rentals, and uh, moon mining taxes, because that's the, by far, they scale more than everything else. So the locust fleets are really to do two things. One, to bring in some immediate income into the uh, into the alliance in hopefully a short amount of time, um, in which yeah, I should say short amount of time for people to be involved in doing something. If these locust fleets go well, we're not spending days mining, we're spending hours doing this stuff. Um, that helps the local economy because as that ore is sold and then it's reprocessed, all, all that stuff just is a, what you would call a virtuous cycle of revenue. Um, the longer term thing is we need to grow brave in terms of membership. So we brought on a couple new good corps. We need to continue to recruit into the corps. That's why we've made the recruiting discord so it's easier to join one of Brave's corps. And then if, as we can bring more corporations in, the more people in Brave, the more people are buying and selling on the market, the more people are buying and selling on the market, and that again generates revenue. So again, the, the best way for us to generate a ton of money is to have a ton more people. And so the better we can make our space, the more public the stories about us having fun, um, the more appealing we are to people to join the Alliance, whether directly into a corp or bringing corps in, that's the long-term growth of Brave is growing our size. Um, the more people that log in is that generates far more wealth uh, long-term when you consider all the stuff they'll do on the market, industry, taxes, mining, all that, than any individual single thing we do. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah good answer. Thanks. Uh, Malin asks about, will there be a locust-only moon? Um, I, I think we're going to try a variety of things. Um, I think we need the ore that's in ANOMs as well, and mining ANOMs also helps our ADMs, that kind of thing. So I think depending on the situation of what is needed by industry, hey, we're you know we're low on mexalon or we can get it over here, or we're low on isogen, or whatever we can get out of some of the ANOMs that we can't get out of the moons, 
um, it'll probably rotate around based on what makes the most sense so we can get some revenue from. I'm trying to look past all the things in chat besides people yelling at Paul. Uh, Clark says, do we think there's a risk that one of the blocks like Horde might mobilize up against us properly like they did in Boston Venal? And uh, if they did, do we have friends that could lie on? Um, it's always a possibility we get attacked, right? That's just, it's Eve. Like, <laughs> it's, um, it's definitely possible. We can't pretend it's not. Um, so it could happen tomorrow, who knows? But I think we have done a good job of um, walking the walk of being independent. Uh, I don't know that we're, uh, well, you'd have to ask a goon if we're still considered uh, one of the pappies. But I think we have tried to, to demonstrate our independence and be independent of the larger groups. That said, there's a bunch of people that like us. There's a bunch of people that want to support us. We've worked uh, quite closely with uh, GTC, the Volta Coalition, on different things. Um, they like us. They like working with us. I'm sure that if we were in dire straits, um, they would be there to help us. Uh, other coalitions tend to like us a lot. There's a couple uh, alliances that don't really like us, but for the most part, we have a good reputation that doesn't provide insurance against anything, but uh, you never know exactly what's going to happen until the minute it happens when it comes to these politics. So um, uh, it's a possibility we get attacked, um, and then there's a possibility of us forming more formal um, relationships with groups if it means joining a coalition to provide us not being destroyed. I would definitely consider that. Um, there's other strong people around us that we have good relations with. Uh, Winterco did a bunch of favors for us when we were getting started in Geminit. Um, and then in our move to Pureblind, they let us move through their space, capitals, all that kind of stuff. Um, hope we like them. I know Shattered works with Luke a lot on things. So we have a lot of friends, but I think we're trying to just say, let's be friends. We don't need to be in a coalition at this time. Jediah brought up a good point about Brave Bucks, Duncan, or you missed it. He was said there's a possibility you have the website um, include a button where if you don't want to collect your Brave Buck payout, you can donate to Alliance. Uh, we can ask Tian about that. I just, I, I don't know where the code is on the Brave Buck site and whether it's easy for us to modify, but it's so, something we'll bring up afterwards. The way Brave Bucks is currently scripted is it's a fixed amount every month that goes into a pot. And then that pot gets distributed out to as many people that are currently off into Brave Bucks and, and collecting the rewards. Um, we could look at maybe an opt-out system where you could donate some of that, and that part just wouldn't get paid out. But that's that would definitely take some time to code up. So let's see. Uh, Van Bratwurst. Uh, asks, are there any plans streamlining the supply of minerals? I have no thought of instability and price flux. Um, yes, absolutely, right? I, I noticed the same thing when I needed some Mexical on the other day. I was like, this is double the price of Jita. Um, so in Brave, we have relied uh, on kind of individual industrialists as opposed to a corporate-run um, market system that some groups do. So... Um, I think we can talk about what we can do to uh, make it better, but I'm very leery of the Alliance trying to step in and the Alliance 
managing importing and price control and all that kind of stuff. I think there's some strength in EVE to letting the free market work it out. So if you are an industrialist and a jump freighter person and a market person, there are huge opportunities on you bringing in some of these uh, compressed ores uh, into our space and then putting up on the market for a reasonable markup. Um, again, I, I think it's best solved by a lot of people doing a little bit than the alliance stepping in or relying on just one or two people to do it. Um, but there's just reasonable issues about that. I'm I'm currently on one of my alts trying to buy Mex bearing ore in Jita, and it's just uh, the demand for it's quite high right now. So um, it's not an easy thing to solve. And I, I just don't think that trying to have the alliance try and streamline it itself is as powerful as kind of getting a, a group of other people together to who want to do that and um, kind of feel the reward of the individual profit on it reasonably, hopefully, than kind of implementing some sort of control. Um, also, I, I know... Um, I think BNI has put in um, some citadels in LOSEC. Um, other groups have put things in LOSEC. And you can go there and mine, and you'll have places to sit. It's not totally safe, but there's definitely a reward by um, mining, doing some of that LOSEC mining. It's pretty profitable right now. Other questions? So Medias Cartelian uh, said, the Ansiplex between D2 and Q5 has been really good. Who did that? I think Alonzo put that in for us, coordinating with Shatter and the mill team and the Diplo team about getting everything sorted out with TP. So um, it's been a really good amount of coordination that has kind of expanded our space in a sane way. And um, you know, without every aspect of the ops team coordinating on this stuff, we wouldn't be on the state we're in. So. Um, I think Alonzo dropped the Ansiplexes, but it wasn't alone. It was with the support of the whole ops team to do that. Other questions? All right. Well, if there aren't a lot of questions, I'm not going to keep talking. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I guess my, my fleet chat's bugging out. Um, I'm sure Brave Empire, you know, the high sec people are kinda of get treated like the red you know, red headed stepchildren. Is there anything we can kinda of do to help out with the the alliance? Join it. Yeah, well absolutely, right? I mean the you know, Brave Empire is set up to provide a kind of slightly different playing environment uh, for people that didn't want to immediately be in in NullSec, and I think we're trying to achieve that. It's been doing some great stuff. And then the overall Brave United Alliance for industry to avoid the war decks when they're doing stuff in, in high sec and low sec is good. Um, but, you know, we see people from the Brave United, Brave Empire joining regular Brave Strat Ops all the time. I think that's fine to do. Um, I, I would, you know, I'd love if people are in Brave Empire and they feel like they can put a even an alpha alt in Brave Collective in one of the Brave Corps, that'd be fantastic. Um, get some exposure to what those corps are like. Um, but again, participation is key. Even if you're 
on one of Hallucinator's fleets uh, in Empire, and you're mining, and that ore is getting heading back toward us in Pure Blind. That's fantastic help. So I, I, I think it's participation, really. Yeah, I just want to say real quick that like 95% of what we mine ore, ice, and moon goo from Empire Space goes to Nullsec for production. Yeah, you guys are already helping quite a bit. All right. Um, other questions? Um, so let's see. Um, are there plans to allow the placement of structures for all again? I'm, I'm not sure what that means. So right now, a corporation, the corp CEOs have the ability to drop structures as needed. Um, and the Alliance can drop structures through our various infrastructure corps, but we, we don't generally allow the individuals to drop structures as just it's on the Alliance to protect them and things like that. So if, there, if there's more detail about that, you have a question on, I'm happy. All right, doesn't sound like we have a ton more questions. Um, I'll, I'll check Fleet Chat one more time. Okay, Emmatron says the wiki needs an update. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to the corp leads and make sure they understand what the situation is with, with structures and all that stuff. Sorry for any... Uh, Shivala asks if front-end devs are needed. Um, yes, um, if you go into, I can't remember that. Can someone put in fleet what the um, IT helper uh, channel is? Uh, we have almost all our all our apps are up on GitHub. TN runs the crew. Um, it's so the, the more the merrier. There's always work to be done. There's a long list of things they'd like to do when they get the time and the... Um, uh, to answer Malin's question, yes, the, the, the idea of the mineral of the locust fleets is the ore is brought back, uh, the alliance puts it up on the market, and then industrials can buy it and, and put it into use. So we're not going to be exporting any ore that come from uh, locust fleets. Everything that you mine will be going into our own industry to uh, create things here for us. Uh, 1D Luna Luna asks about, can we have Corp PVE fits updated for our current space? Uh, that's a great idea. I'll have to talk to the, I don't know if the mill people do the PVE or whether that's a dojo thing, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, I always get lost on what resistances I'm supposed to, to use. I just put two invulns on everything. Yeah. Yeah, 1D Luna is in BNI. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. And then uh, Bexel put into chat that uh, Brave TAC, IT TAC projects is the channel for uh, getting involved with our Brave development needs. Question about, uh, is it better for the corp to do buyback or the marketplace? 
Um, well, the buybacks are all privately run um, things. So the Alliance doesn't get a lot of revenue out of the buybacks, but the buybacks are important to us because it helps create revenue. Um, the court may, or the Alliance makes more money off of the, off of stuff sold on the market than any. All right. sounds like there's not, we're running out of, um, things to talk about. So I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon. Uh, basically, um, as soon as this chat goes down, um, there'll be pings about the Locust fleet to go on, do that. Um, please, if you can go on it, it'd be great to see what it's like, learn some lessons, uh, have some fun. Um, I think, uh, I think it could be a really fun thing for us to do. And again, the more people that can participate, the faster the whole thing goes, which is fantastic. All right, with that, I will formally wrap up this chat and uh, stop recording, and we can continue to talk here for a while. I've got something I have to go do today, so I won't be around most of the day, but um, the rest of the uh, leadership team is about on and about today. I'm sure they can follow up on anything I've said if you have a question that hits you a little later today. So uh, please try and join that Locust fleet, and uh, thank you for being brave. <laughs>